Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journey so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Oh, goodness. Stacey. Yeah. Yeah. Devin. Yes. How are yes. you? I am well. How are you? <laughs> I'm good, but okay, I'm going to send this to you. I'm going to send these pictures to you. I okay. don't know what happened. Um, <laughs> so, um, so this, I was just bringing in groceries <laughs> and uh-huh. I put a whole bunch on my wrist um, and then I took them off and then all of a sudden I had this huge mark on my wrist and it doesn't hurt. <laughs> But, oh wow! But it you looks like really bad. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's like I don't know what I did. I bet you. I bet you. I bet your wrist was pinched between two bags. That's what Thomas said. I didn't yeah. feel it though. But I mean, it's possible because yeah, you know, I can't. My hand is like almost half numb all the time because of the oh. carpal tunnel, and so yeah. I don't really know what's happening to my hand like yeah. most of the time. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. Um, so now it looks like I was doing some really interesting dungeon play, I guess. Um, yeah, over the weekend, get some handcuffs. Yeah, it might be interesting yeah. to try to explain that when yep. I go to work tomorrow. <laughs> like, no, I'm carrying groceries. I swear, <laughs> it was just the groceries. <laughs> IGA bags. Yeah. Um, we had some really intense foreplay with groceries. <laughs> <laughs> Mmm, buttermilk. <laughs> you know. Yep, yep. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what gets me. Um, <laughs> this went to yeah, a weird place. It did. Um. So, hi, hi, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Doing okay, doing okay. Excellent, excellent. Anything, uh, what you, I, anything new this week? Where are you drinking? I don't know. <laughs> Where do, yeah, okay. Um, well, if my audio sounds a little weird, it's because um, James had to borrow my laptop for a, a quick trip. Um, yeah. Since going freelance, he hasn't bought a work laptop. So, Aww. yeah, um, which is in the in the plans, but you have to make money before you can spend money. Right, so, exactly. <laughs> um, exactly. So he has my laptop. So I'm just recording on my phone right now. So hopefully it sounds okay. But we've done this before um, when yeah. we, when I was traveling for work. So. Um, I think it'll be fine, but um, but as far as this week goes, we saw Hades Town um, at the a musical at the theater. Hades um, Town, yeah, Hades it was described Hades? to us like Hades Town, like they're like, oh, this is going to be the next Hamilton, like this is the next big thing. Okay. Um, but after seeing it, I didn't get that vibe. Like, okay, it, it was a musical, you know. It's like it's like, yep, this song is still going. They're taking a real long time to get this point across. <laughs> um, now, the um, the like scenery and the choreography, all that was very cool. Um, mm-hmm. The characters were cool, so you know I liked all that. But right. it definitely was not Hamilton. So do not confuse it for Hamilton. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's interesting because it's like I'm looking at it and it says that it's a retelling of the uh, myth Orpheus. of Orpheus and Eurydice. Yes. So, um, 
<laughs> that's not exactly the best no it is not story. a happy story no, no they tell you that from the beginning they're like this is a sad story but we tell it again and again and again yeah, it's true we do I don't, I'm not sure why but no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> so well at like the a, end is it like a modern like so is it like in a modernized time or is it like like is the setting more I mean not modern but like not ancient Greek <laughs> yeah right yes so the okay. the actual the people in hades are like steampunk workers like they're oh um yeah industrial steampunk type design so it was really cool there were they were the coolest part about it like just their outfits and the different things that they did there's yeah. this one part where they do this really cool thing with some lighting where they're kind of carrying lanterns and then they swing some lamps around and you know some of the characters have to like run through and dodge the lanterns and stuff uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh so there was just some really cool things like that uh so yeah, yeah it kind of had a steampunk vibe the um hades himself had like a pinstripe mobs- mobster looking suit on nice. um you know kind of thing so uh yeah i mean the, the characters the design was great i just think the, yeah. the music is what let me down i think oh well yeah. I mean, you know, it's not uh, Lynn Lynn uh, Manuel something yes. something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's like some type of crazy genius who. Yes, I mean, you know, if anything that he does is incredible, and I'm not sure anyone can ever hold a candle to him. But I'm yeah. looking at the pictures of this production; it does look very pretty. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it does look interesting, but. Anyway, okay, well, you did that, so that's fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that was the highlight of the week. And then, um, week. yeah, other than that, just kind of doing some things around the house, kind of trying to get ready for, we're hopefully going on vacation next week. Uh, yep, which, yep, oh, yep, yep, yep. we should mention that we won't be, we won't be releasing an episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, on um, Tuesday, the 23rd, I think it is. We're um, taking a break. That's right, because we're, we're flex buddy time now. That's right. It's <laughs> Flex it's time, buddy time. Weekly-ish buddy time. That's right. And so <laughs> we will skip a week because I will be on vacation, but we'll be back on the 30th. So. Yay! We will be. That'll be great. Yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, wait. I think I may have had the dates wrong. Hold on one second. Let me pull up my calendar so I can... <laughs> not that it probably matters that much. The 25th. So Tuesday, the 25th, we will be right. taking a break. But we'll be back Tuesday, May 2nd. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. And while I'm on a roll here, I might as well go uh-huh. ahead and tell you what I'm drinking. You might as well. I would love okay. to hear it. All right. Um, I am drinking some red wine tonight. Ooh. Um, yes. A Malbec <gasps> from... Me too. Yes. Oh, yay! <laughs> Soulmates! <laughs> wine twinsies. Yeah, wine twinsies. And we're going to find um, out it's like the same ass, the same uh, brand. Oh my gosh, that would be crazy. I don't think so. Hilarious. This is some weird brand I never heard of. So if you are drinking this one, <laughs> that's going to be some universe crazy stuff right there. Okay, all right. Um, but it's from Argentina, Mendoza. Mine too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's called... Um, Aqua de Pedro. Oh, <laughs> Not the same. Oh, okay, okay, darn. I was going to get really excited. I know, yeah. That was going to be some crazy stuff right there. 
Um, but I was trying to remember which one it is you like, because I know that you like, and I can't remember, is it the Argentina ones that you like or that those are the I ones do. you don't yeah. like? Okay, you do. Okay. The Argentina ones are the ones that I like, but this is a one that I don't usually get either. Um, it's one I think Thomas got for me. Um, We've just been buying all sorts of wine for you lately. Yeah, that's it's nice. <laughs> it's uh, your love language. <laughs> it's, it's my love language. That is true. Yeah. Yeah. Trivento? 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 Mm, mm, I haven't heard um, of that one. But yeah, a Malbec Mendoza Argentina 2020 is the year. Ooh, there's a QR code. It says scan and discover. I wonder what that does. Anyway. Well, that's cool that we're drinking the same thing. Yeah, it is. What are, what are the chances? I mean, I know. What are the odds? It's not like we planned this. So I know. Not at all. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Seriously, we didn't plan it. Just yeah, really. That wasn't sarcastic. <laughs> I would That's say awesome. over all of the uh, recordings, all the years that we've recorded, it's actually been like we've both drink wine, but you're usually drinking your because um, your Blackhawk is a Cabernet. Yeah, I'm yes. usually a Cabernet Sauvignon yeah. drinker. So we're not usually drinking the sa- the same thing, same thing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So yeah, so that's exciting. It's fun. Yeah. So how was your week? Tell me about your week because we kind of, I just did everything at once. So now it's your turn. <laughs> no. Oh, my week was okay. It was, um, it was testing week, um, which means that in the Montessori school where we don't do grades or assignments or homeworks, suddenly we have a week of standardized testing. <laughs> what? What? That doesn't make sense. Um, I forget, like, I honestly, no one's actually told me the reason, like the real reason why we do it. Um, I don't know if it's part of our accreditation or if it's, um, if it's like to help parents get an idea of how well their kids are doing, like in comparison to other kids. I, I have no idea. They don't make a big deal out of it. It's not like, you know, nobody's gonna get fired over it it's like it's very we we make it very laid back for the kids so yeah the idea is hey this should be fun you'll have all the mints you want um mints all the mints they they really love the mints this is like is it the reward system well no it's just they get them i guess so they can have something to chew on while they're uh, you know taking the test and for whatever reason the mints are a huge hit (laughs) why i don't know but you guys are cute um Mm -hmm. but they love it i mean it's fun for them for whatever reason they they seem to really enjoy it um but it is i mean it's hard like if you're sitting and you're taking a test especially especially when you're not used to just like sitting and thinking and you know um for long periods of time it's hard and so the kids at the end of the day would be a little wild um and it just kind of continued to amp up every single day uh until friday at which point they were just like literally bouncing off the walls (laughs) you know you you have a lot of patience because you're like i get it you guys can't help it you (laughs) this is not normal for you um but it also was a very tiring week yeah <laughs> that reason um but but it was fine it went well um and i got experience uh you know facilitating a standardized test which was really not 
much different from facilitating a surf safe test. So I was like, oh, I know how to do this. Yeah. <laughs> I know how I know how to facilitate standardized tests. I used to do this all the time. So it was yeah. like not like, that different. This is where I excel. <laughs> right, exactly. It's like I'm good at this. This this couldn't be a thing that I do. Um but it was uh but it was good. And I did a lot of socializing <laughs> last week. Um like Monday, I went out after my uh, silks class. I went out to a another SAF uh, meeting, which I don't know if I mentioned this before, but it's like a um, kind of a group in town that is very, um, I want to say like disorganized. That makes it sound bad. Casual, like loosely organized group of um queer women and envy people um who like come together and do random stuff like once a month and so yeah last week or last week last month it was um we came together and did crafting it was like a craft night Mm -hmm. and this on Monday, we came together and we worked on like a group art project. So that was pretty exciting too. So we got to make, we got to all paint these um, boards that are going to be installed in this house where we meet as like a door frame. Um, so we all did these elaborate paintings on these like long strips of board and they're going to be like framed around a door, I guess, in the house. So, uh, so that was cool. And the... In, in the house that it's in, it's actually, like, the person who organizes them. It's her house, but she uses it as sort of, like, a community meeting space. Um, she's single, and she's, like, I think just very interested in trying to give back to the community and, and create connection between people. Um, and so she just invites people to her home to do these have these little events and it's pretty cool um yeah she's also involved in like the circus stuff and um so she's she intersects with several of my little circles and uh so that was fun so that happened and then friday night thomas and i went out to an event here and Got to hang out with some people. It was like a house party, basically. Um, and so we did that. And then Saturday, I went to a game night with some people who I don't normally hang out with, uh, who I just kind of know a little bit. Um, Thomas knows them really well. And so he was like, you should okay. know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And so I got to know them better and play games. And we played a game. That was, I'm going to look this up. It was a game about birds. And it was like one of the most fun games I think I have played in a really long time. <laughs> um, oh, shit. What was it called? I'm very was interested. Bird <laughs> games. Yeah. Um, because basically you're, you have these different, you know, like things you're trying to accomplish. Um with these boards that you have. Was it Birds of a Feather? No, it wasn't Birds of a Feather. Um, 
Wingspan. That's what it was called. Wingspan. Okay. Wingspan. And uh, so you have like a board and you and you have cards with different birds on them. And so the idea is that you're trying to collect birds that meet a certain category on this other card that you have. So like the one of the ones I had was um, artist palette or something. And the idea was that you were supposed to collect at least six birds that had, you know, a color in their name. Um, and then, and that's just like one of the things that you do. And it's like, you know, they lay eggs, you hatch new birds, you have to feed your birds. But the way that it's designed is just very pretty and very easy, but fun to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, whoever has the most points at the end wins kind of like ticket to ride. Like, you know, you've collected so many birds, you given them so much food, you have so many eggs, you, uh, have so many that meet these other little cards that you have, like the, you know, biggest birds or whatever. And then whoever has the most points wins. And I got third place out of five. So I was like, that's not bad for my first time. Yeah. Yeah. Game. But, uh, it was a lot of fun. So wingspan. Highly recommend. <laughs> anybody who needs a new game to play is it like a um, can there be like two players or is it better as a group or kind of uh i think it would be fine either way it can be two players um it can be no more than five players five is the max okay just because you have like game boards that you have to do okay um, but you could do it with two players i think pretty easily um well, you know, James loves birds, so we're going to have to yes. check out this game. Yes, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to mention it, because yes. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, this has to be a game that the hackers have. Yes. I think All right. So well, must be done. <laughs> it shall be. It shall this be. is the way. I'm going to say all the phrases. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> um. Okay. I think that's I think that's all the stuff I wanted to say. You had a very busy week. I did. I did. I was very um Yeah, and then we had Michelle's birthday today. That was the other thing that happened. So Dang. Yeah. It you was, know, uh, I really admire uh you just running off and going to these random group things. These random social group <laughs> things. <laughs> I was so grumpy about it. I had like so much anxiety. I did. I was like, Thomas, I don't know. Maybe you should just go. I don't think I want to go be around these people. Um, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I was like, I'm tired. I just want to stay home. Wait, wait, wait. And it was just because I was like scared. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And so I was like, no, no, no. I'm going to go. I'm going to do this thing because I never do. And I've got to like push off and, and get to know people and um and then I had a great time and there were and there were there's almost always people that I know there like at least one person that I know mm-hmm. uh because my like I said my little communities have have started to like intersect in these crazy ways yeah so it's not like I'm ever a complete stranger uh if I was a if I ended up being a complete stranger that might be a different thing I don't know but um but yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been fun. I like yeah. uh, I like people, and I forget that I like people, and then I'm around. <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, I like people. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. He uh, the I was just um, right before we set up to record. I was just kind of doing some journaling, and one of the things that I was kind of thinking about was, you know, I kind of miss 
being social because yeah. you know, in Knoxville we had lots of friends and we were social all I mean we were doing stuff all the time. Yes. Um we were and it's kind of hard for me to um be friends with people but I have to remember that sometimes you can just hang out and not be like it's not like you have to tell them your deepest darkest secrets just because oh, you hang yeah. out with them. You know so Exactly. I need to find some um uh, some kind of group or social type activity that I could get um, involved in to get a little bit of social, social stuff going on. I think one of the things that has helped me is going, going to places I really like to go to, um, whether that's, you know, circus, the circus place or um, Three Rivers Market or South Press or whatever. And, you know, places that you enjoy the feel and the vibe of if they have a place where there's a bulletin board. (laughs) Yeah, and they have like flyers up. Like chances are, if you go to the things that are on the flyers, like you're gonna find people who you can vibe with. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's true. That yeah. is my that is my um, suggestion because that was how I ended up finding the SAF uh, group was mm-hmm. because I had gone into circus practice and I had seen um, the flyer hanging up there, and I was like, "Huh, well, that looks like it could be cool." Uh, I think I'll yeah. try it out. And then, of course, it was great. Um, and then, uh, but that same flyer is like at South Press. And <laughs> like right. All yeah. these other places that I go to. So it's like, oh, this is a, <laughs> this is because this is a thing that I like to do. Okay. Right. Yeah. You have mutual interest. Exactly. That's what I got to find. I got to find some mutual interest spots. Exactly. So. I would say look for stuff, you know, especially in breweries and things you can often find like, hey, runners, something, something or, you know, uh, I mean, at least around here, there's like runners who like to run and then have drinks at a brewery, which I feel like is something (laughs) that you might enjoy. (laughs) That's very true. Yes. (laughs) So that could be a thing you could look into. And maybe yeah. you could find some cool people that you would vibe with. Yes. Um, yeah. So. Anywho. Uh, I feel like Maryland is so lame because I felt like um, <laughs> <laughs> in Chicago, there was all sorts of like, ha- you know, kind of new and unique inventive things. And here, and maybe we just haven't found them yet, but I feel like, cause I've been looking for, I was looking for some sort of social club. I talked about that last week. Um, I've been kind of looking at, like you were talking about uh, South, what was it called? South, South Press. Press, yeah. Yeah, looking for some sort of like sober, late night hangout type place. Yeah. Um, and I haven't found any of any of these things. And I'm just like, this state is the lamest. It's like so expensive <laughs> and there's nothing to do. Everything is subpar. Like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know why people want to move to Maryland. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Lisa's statement is you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hundred percent. So it's the worst. Uh, I mean, you know, but it has the the crooked crab. It does. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's that. Yeah. That's at least we one love- bright spot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Crooked crab, and it does have. I mean, again, it does have really good green space. So they've done a good job with like keeping lots of trees around and there's parks and there's hiking so there's that but again also again again um (laughs) the hiking here is like oh there's a hill it's like 
you know, 10 feet tall. It's not right. like hiking in Tennessee is way different than hiking mountain. in Maryland. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so winding but, trail takes you five days to get through. <laughs> yes, yeah. right. Um, the, I, I know we're really like, taking some tangents today, but um, okay. the Appalachian Trail does go through Maryland and it goes uh-huh. through a skinny part of Maryland where you can walk it in about three days. Um, and I'm Ooh. really tempted to do it, just take a long weekend and hike. And I can say that I've hiked the section of the Appalachian Trail that goes through Maryland. I think that I'm would be super awesome. Tempted. Yeah. Oh I think goodness. you should come up and do it with me. Okay. Sure. Are we gonna have to, we're gonna have to camp on the on the trail, aren't we? Well, they have. So I have a book, and okay. <laughs> um, it ha- they have like like places along the way. Now this may just be a wooden shack that you just kind of sleep in, but it's like if it's raining, you're not going to get rained on, right, kind of thing. Right. Um, but they have these little I forgot what they're called, but they're like little stations along the way. So as okay, long as I've we can those. hike to yeah, as long as we can kind of hike to one of those each night. Then yeah. we'll be okay. We'll take our little sleeping mats and we'll just, you know, just kind of make it work. That will put a little bit of a barrier between us and the bear that I am convinced. Is <laughs> if I try to- Wait, did you watch <laughs> Cocaine Bear? Is that the problem? Oh, no, I haven't. I'm afraid that if I do, I'll never hike on a trail again. That's true. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen it either, but apparently it's very gruesome. And so I would not. I thought it was going to be more like comedy related, but apparently it's not. Okay. I don't think I want to watch it. I think. No, do not. I do. I I do not advise it from what I've heard. Did you ever see Grizzly Man? Have we had this discussion? I feel like we've had this discussion. Is that the guy that would go live with the bears on the. Yeah. And he got eaten by them? Yes. 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 That was, I think that was the last thing I ever watched that I thought was like, oh. Okay, nope, never mind. <laughs> like, I'm never going to watch anything that... Yeah, right? That could happen. Exactly. Yeah, it was again. a little bit of realism. I'm not going to do it ever again. Everything is going to be nope. science fiction from now on. Yes, fiction. Fiction is the key. Yep. Uh, the more outlandish, the better. So if it's in space, <laughs> yes. perfect. You're like, I'm never going there. So Bye. far away from where I am right now. That's what yep. I need yep. in my life. Yep. Uh, anyway, speaking of bears, <laughs> <laughs> yes, nature, uh huh, and hiking. Um, I have a topic. Oh, oh, right, yes, okay. okay I have no idea how long we've been recording because I've uh, since we're recording on my phone. I have no idea, but we're um, about twenty six minutes in, so we're okay. Oh, wow, okay. I feel like we've been talking for hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we have, but That's we've true. only been recording for twenty six minutes. That's true. Okay, okay. Um, all right, so the topic today is the civilian conservation camps or the CCC. Mm, yes. Um, because whenever I went on spring break to Norris Dam, I was very uh, uh, interested slash obsessed slash fixated on <laughs> the whole CCC history of uh, Norris Dam State Park. And um, and I just haven't able to let it go. So <laughs> I thought it might be fun to talk about it a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I'm always in for a good uh, obsession topic. Yeah. <laughs> I do them so often, so it's like perfect <laughs> for me. Yep. Actually, I, I don't know. Did you watch that video that I linked that we made? I don't know if we'll talk about it later or not, but that said something like, 
chaotic life or something. I haven't yet, but I'm but I'm going to like after this after we're done because I just okay. haven't had a chance because you heard. No, about that's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's okay. You don't even have to watch it. But the reason I ask that is because she talks about uh, becoming like the way that she learns things is she waits until she's obsessed with something and then she does a like a deep dive into it. Yep. Yep. So um, I remember just- I have like a very clear memory of whenever we first started going to Nor- uh, Lakeshore Park and um to do our walks and our runs mm-hmm. yeah and like coming back and like being yes. so distracted by the history and wanting to find out all about the asylum and like everything that like i couldn't work like i literally could not wow. work because yeah. i was just like looking up stuff online about <laughs> lakeshore right yeah that's <laughs> like this is when hyperfixation becomes a problem <laughs> yep, yep. it's interfere with your daily life yeah, I um, um, I yeah. sometimes do that when I either read a book or watched a TV show and then I'll be obsessive about something that had to do. Like maybe it was the place, the setting of the movie or maybe it could be right. actors or actresses within the movie. But sometimes I'll do that. And I actually did uh, um, hear that that was an ADHD uh, trait that you yep. go dopamine mining is what they call it. But when you finish something that you really enjoyed, you continue obsessing over it to try to um, continue that dopamine hit. Interesting. I didn't, mm-hmm. think of, I didn't know it was called dopamine mining. I just know that you get really obsessed with stuff and you're like, I need to find everything I need to know about this thing. <laughs> yes. Well, it could also be the hyper fixation, which is also a thing. But right. this was specifically when you finish something that you enjoyed, you know, kind of thing. Yes. 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 Um, as another random tangent before I get into this Uh, (laughs) my my Instagram feed right now I think because I'm reading all these ADHD books to kind of like help me with uh Kess and stuff Mm -hmm. my Instagram feed is all uh you know you ADHD might be or I thought my was lazy or I thought my life was ruined Uh, Uh, and turns out I just had ADHD and like the pictures that they show are like really dirty cars and really um (laughs) messed up home and i'm just like this is why are you tar- targeting me <laughs> right, yeah i feel attacked exactly Ooh. it's like why did they come and take a picture of my house <laughs> yeah right why is there paparazzi outside i know <laughs> so uh you know i'm not gonna say that i might not have those issues because wait did i say that right i this is very possible yes. <laughs> <laughs> I may have some um, latent ADHD tendencies that I don't know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right, yeah. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about my current hyperfixation topic. This that's is the right. Conservation yes. Corps. The CCC. <laughs> the CCC. Um, so this was a work relief program that happened in uh, like right after the Great Depression. I think it started in 1932. Uh, wait, 1933. Sorry, I was close. Um, and basically lasted until World War II started and people were having to like, you know, leave to go fight in a war. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically like the Depression hit Franklin Delaware. Roosevelt was the president and he was like, okay, I got a new deal. Here's all the things that we're going to do. And one of those things was this 
idea of the civilian conservation corps. And the idea was that young men would be able to be given jobs doing things that were super important to helping um, the the natural infrastructure of the country. Mm-hmm. Because we had, because of over-farming, because of over-lumbering, um, and fi- wildfires and all kinds of stuff, the landscape of the United States was very uh, eroded. There was a lot of erosion. There was a lot of problems with... Uh, you know, there were just, there were a lot of issues and they needed to be fixed. And so, mm-hmm. um, FDR was like, Hey, we'll just kill two birds with one stone and we're going to create the CCC and young men who need jobs anyway, um, uh, are going to be put in these camps and they will be able to work on these things, plant trees, uh, create trails, you know, whatever, there was lots of camps and a lot of them did a lot of different things. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of the, the overview, like the, the cliffs notes version of what it was and how it came. Yeah. To be. All right. Um, I like that idea. Yeah. And so let's see here. I have some facts that were kind of cool, um, about them and the things that they did. If I can find them, see, this is what happens when I don't, prepare very well (laughs) (laughs) but they uh did a lot of stuff so like you know at um north dam state park for example they built cabins they built picnic shelters they built um trails and uh and stuff like that and planted a lot of trees in fact one of the things that they were called was the tree army because they the tree army (laughs) (laughs) because they planted so many trees over the course of um those years that it was working um where are my facts i have like very specific facts that said exactly how many trees were done and all of this stuff and now i can't find it because me and my adhd brain um but it ended up they would pay these these boys basically because they were um they were young they were like 17 to like mid 20s and they would pay them a dollar a day <laughs> wow but that i mean that was probably decent back then but that's yeah. just crazy to think of now exactly um and then they also had to to give a large portion of their wages back to their homes so they were yeah. not they were single men, like they didn't have kids. They had to send money back to their parents, like their mm-hmm. their homes, because that, they were given room and board for free. Um, yeah. But the idea was that they were supposed to be taken care, like they were put in this position to like take care of their families who may not be able to take care of themselves. Um, all right, here we go. They three million young men were put to work across America. They had camps across all forty eight states. Um, at the time and they created hiking trails, built roads, fought forest fires, constructed dams and planted 2.3 billion trees. Wow. Half the trees ever planted in the United States. Holy crap. Yeah. So they pretty much changed the landscape of our country. Um, 
And I mean, in any, any state park, uh, some national parks that you go into, like you will see, uh, evidence that they've been there. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, North Dam of course has a lot of, um, you know, the, where you got married, right? The uh, right. tea yeah. house was built by the CCC. It's called the tea house, right? I think that's. Tea, that right. tea room. The tea room. The tea room. The tea room. Yes. Um, and then there's like an amphitheater, which I think was built by them yep. uh, in that same area. And then there's, you know, picnic pavilions and the trails um, and the cabins like that was all built by them. And then I realized I should have known this. I should have known this. But whenever I was doing research about it, um, the the state park, it's not even a state park. It's a recreation area mm-hmm. in um, my hometown called Horse Creek. It's mm-hmm. like that was the place where we always had our family reunions. That was the place that like my... Uh, Mugger and Papa would always take me when we would go hiking or playing in the creek or whatever. Like that was Horse Creek was where we went. You know, that was like yeah. the place. And the CCC built the, you know, the picnic pavilion there. They there was a little swimming hole. There was like a dam like they had dammed up the um, the creek so that there could be a swimming uh. hole. And they did that. So that was all CCC uh, work, which I did not realize until I was looking this up. And I was like, oh, my goodness. Um, So their mark made such an impact on so much of our country. Um, But the reason for it or the purpose of it was we were in a really terrible economic time. And it had created a horrible, like... Um, the morale was really low. Like people mm-hmm. were depressed. They were like, they had no hope. And so the idea was that this was something that could allow young men to, you know, get fed because a lot of them were malnourished at this time, you yeah. know, during the Great Depression. They weren't getting enough food. Um, allow them to have a place to stay, allow them to do meaningful work and to learn meaningful skills. In fact, some of the pushback against um the ccc camps were that they were you know instead of using like unionized uh laborers who knew how to like build stuff out of you know they were like mason mason workers and stuff like that um they were just like hey we're gonna get these kids and teach them how to do these things (laughs) and so there was a little bit of pushback at the time because it was like these are you're getting unskilled laborers and you're teaching them how to do these things um and you could be hiring, you know, these unionized workers to do these skilled jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but instead, they were. But the the goal was to try to uplift and teach and train these kids on how to, you know, make the best of things. So, um, I'm trying to think of some other cool stuff about it. The there's a lot of work done in Tennessee, um, a lot of camps. They worked side by side with the TVA, the Tennessee Valley Authority, mm-hmm. um, to you know basically stop flooding and help build dams and help build infrastructure around the dams. Um, whenever they were building those lakes and stuff around the same time period in uh, the Tennessee Valley, and so. 
there's a lot, there was a lot of overlap between those. In fact, a lot of the camp names in this area had camp names that started with TVA. Oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah. you're in the TVA 13 camp or whatever. Okay. Um, and so there was that as well. Uh, some things that I thought were really interesting about it were that, you know, the CCCs were just for young men. Um the there were also a number of uh indigenous people natives who uh were also employed as part of the ccc program but they were they were doing the same type of work on the native reservations and so i forget what how many but it was like several thousand who would be working doing the same type of work in the reservation areas okay they were not it was like they had their own separate camps, basically. Um, but I thought that was really interesting. Um, this was, of course, before integration was a thing. So there were separate camps for people of color okay. and white white people. Yeah. Um, and women were not allowed in the CCC. However, of course, we talked about the fact that uh, it was FDR <laughs> who created the CCC. His wife, Eleanor Roosevelt, Mm-hmm. actually created a separate program um, called <laughs> that was referred to as the she 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 camps she 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 <laughs> she 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 <laughs> I love it uh, and so her idea was you know there's also a lot of unemployed women in, during this period of time and she wanted to do something for them because she felt like the CCC program being focused on men only it was leaving out a whole section of the population because Eleanor Roosevelt, I don't know how many of you know this. She was pretty cool. Um, (laughs) so she decided that she was going to start like this division for, for women. Um, it wasn't as successful. There weren't as many people overall. There was probably only 8,500 women who ended up being part of it. Um, but you know, it was still very admirable that this was something she was trying to do. Um, she talked to, whenever I was looking at the, uh, the Wikipedia article about it, a lot of what she was worried about was the fact that so many women who were young and didn't have, you know, families or, you know, were just trying to make ends meet were, you know, begging for food. They were living in subway tunnels. They were foraging for substance. They were tramping. You know, um, mm. and they. It was not. It was not a good time for anybody to to be alive. And um, you know, she saw that there was really an opportunity to help these women. And so, you know, her trying to do that through. Her she, she, she camps. <laughs> she, she. Yeah. It was pretty cool. I um, was trying to remember because um, you saying this is reminding me, I think when we went to the Shenandoah National Park, there was the, um, oh, what was it called? You know, like where the pre- presidents always have like a vacation place. Um, I think the current one is called like Camp David or something. But there right. was... I think it was Franklin Roosevelt that had the, it was in the Shenandoah Valley area and we went there and saw some of the buildings and um, she had, Eleanor had started her own little area 
in the in the camp for like you know like when the like she would she had these like rules where it was more casual and like mm. it's like hey if you come here and stay you're gonna get your own water you're gonna do this or do that and, and you know you <laughs> nice. can you can go stay in these or like everyone is welcome to go eat in the lodge or whatever you know what I mean right like, right um I was trying to google it because I was trying to remember what it was called uh well, you can continue and I'll try to figure okay. it out. Okay, yeah. If you, if you remember, just be like, hey, I re- I've figured it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Um, I was going to say that part of the reason why I was so obsessed with this particular subject is because my papa was a member of the CCC. And I have no idea where he served. I don't know what, like, where they sent him to. He might have, he might have built Horse Creek for all I know. I have no idea. I think he would have said something to me if that had been what yeah. he was working on. Like it had been no, like, that's true. I made that damn, you know. Um, but I don't know. He also wasn't very, he was a very um, humble person. So he might not have said anything either. But the thing I do remember him was just talking about, he would talk about how many trees. He's just like, you know, you just plant trees all day uh, along the roads and wow. stuff. And I was like, where did you plant trees? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What trees did you plant? Um, so I have no idea where he served, but that's part of my my obsession with it. Um, but another reason is whenever I was an undergrad, I got very obsessed with Highway 11. And I think I mentioned that before. Like, um, yes, I ended up writing my thesis in graduate school uh, as a short story collection that centers around highway 11. Mm -hmm. Um, but when I was doing that, my, one of my professors, Kevin McDonnell, no, Kevin O'Donnell, uh, at ETSU, uh, introduced me to something called the, um, WPA works or the, um, let's see what exactly was it called? The American that they did the American guide series. So WPA stands for works, progress administration and this mm-hmm. was part of the new deal too so you know yeah you can you can bring in a whole bunch of people who are kids who need to learn how to like dig stuff and plant trees <laughs> and you know build things but what about all the writers out there dude right right <laughs> and not just writers but like teachers who didn't have jobs anymore or lawyers or like you know there are a lot of people who had um skills that were uh, not being used, you know, who had different yeah. types of jobs uh, who were like out of work. So the Works Progress Administration did a lot of things. One of the things they put together was something called the Federal Writers Project or mm-hmm. FWP. Mm-hmm. And the thing that they're probably most known for is this American Guide series. So writers would just um, create these books that basically explained how um, explained America to other Americans. That was how FDR imagined it anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they would just tell you, like, there's a book about Tennessee and they're just like, this is what's in Knoxville and this is what's in Chattanooga and here's a map of this. And the thing that I really loved was that it would take routes through the 
um, through the countryside. So it would start like, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to follow US 11 from Bristol through Jonesboro to, you know, and I would tell you about all these little towns and all these little things that you see along the way. So it's almost like you're traveling on a road trip with these riders <laughs> and they're taking you through these little towns in these different states and they're telling you about what they found or some interesting facts about those states or uh, or those towns and the people who live there, things that they see, little landmarks. And it's really cool. Um, yeah. I mean, it was obviously, especially because it's like a snapshot of what the country looked like in, you know, the late 30s, early 40s. Um, and so you can, there are parts that you might still recognize today, and then there are parts that would be completely irrecognizable to anybody, you know, now because things have changed so much and so drastically. And this was before interstate. So everything was like, if you were going to travel through a state, you're going to take the highways. Um, yeah. And so it was just really cool. Um, and so that was also, I mean, it wasn't a CCC project, but mm-hmm. it was something that was still under that same umbrella of trying to find ways to employ so many people who were yeah. unemployed. Um, I, when I was, was trying to listen to a couple of podcasts, I didn't quite get through them. But one of the facts that struck me was like, it was a 25% unemployment rate right after the Great Depression, like right after the crash. Um, during wow. those years, it was like 25% unemployment rate. That is insane. Um, that means like out of every <laughs> four people that you know, one of them doesn't have a job. Right. That is nuts. Um, so I personally am grateful or think that this was probably a good idea to to do this, to try to help, um, you know, keep people employed and use money for good reasons. To like yeah. Allow people to do work and pay them and, um, you know, keep their spirits up and keep them fed. Um so, but then of course we entered a war and we didn't need it anymore because we were all going to fight. Yeah, they needed all those people. Yeah, they needed all those people. They did. So yeah. after that, they had to close everything down. But uh, okay, so I did find it, and it wasn't okay. Roosevelt. It was Hoover, and it's Rapidan oh, Camp. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it was Hoover that did it, but him and his wife did a bunch of cool things there but um in my trying to google it camp david was renamed by roosevelt um and uh for like i don't know his son or nephew or something but um but camp david is still used today um so that one was roosevelt but rapid end camp was hoover so sorry i got my presidents confused oh that's okay i mean that's easy to do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then just as like an additional thing, the last thing that I did right before we uh, we met or we got online was I was like, I wonder if there's a queer history. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. And so um, there is like there's this paper, which I'll link to in show notes. Mm-hmm. Camp life, the queer history of manhood in the civilian conservation. Court. <laughs> Um, so, you know, obviously if you have a lot of young men, uh, in a camp and they're not around any women, um, Mm -hmm. you know, 
there's going to be a certain percentage of those people who are queer. That's uh-huh, just right. the way it is. Um, but it's interesting. I didn't, I have not read this yet, but just flipping through um, and looking at the pictures, there are like a lot of like campy sort of uh, drag um, things that were happening in the really? camps. Yeah. So like, I guess one of the things that at least a couple of camps did is that they would have a womanless wedding. And so they would do this performance of something called the shotgun wedding. And so they would have somebody be the wife, obviously, dress up as like a bride. And then they would do like a, you know, play of the wedding. (laughs) What? (laughs) They would have people dressed as the bride and like the bridesmaids. And they were all men. So they were Mm -hmm. in drag uh, for, for fun. And, you know, like the reason why you have drag, right? Yeah. Um, and so, and then there was like another picture of somebody, some people dressing up and drag, um, and someone being known as the fire flapper of company 1413. (laughs) (laughs) So Miss Agnes, (laughs) so obviously there were a lot of people, um, trying to enjoy their, their drag lives. Yeah. In, in this place, which makes sense because drag is fun and it's a fun mm-hmm. expression and it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that makes perfect sense to me. But um, anyway, <laughs> it's it's interesting. That they yeah. Do that too. So I'll link that in case anybody wants to to read a little bit more about the uh, the queer history. <laughs> That's funny because I just can't imagine, um, or I can't imagine how difficult it was for somebody to be like, you know, like some guys sitting around being like, yeah, I'm bored. Yeah, me too. I'm bored. And then one of them says, hey, do you want to put on a pretend wedding? That'd be cool. Right, guys? (laughs) (laughs) And everybody's like, sure. (laughs) And like, you know, maybe two or three of them is having the best time of their life because right. they're finally, you know, like comfortable in what's going on. Right. And everyone else is like, seems like a weird idea, but I'm going with it. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's the best. That is pretty funny. Yeah. Um, also, it's funny that, I mean, again, I'm not, I did not go into these in, in a whole lot of detail, but whenever I was looking at, like flipping through the article on the she, she, she camps. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that they got in trouble for was that the women in the camps kept sneaking out to the CCC camps. (laughs) Well, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) It's like, you know, the women in the she, she, she camps are, are sneaking out to, uh, to get it on with yeah. the, with the young men in the CCC camps, but the the CCC camps are just dressing and dragging. Right. And having, putting on pretend weddings. Right, exactly. Um, so, you know, whatever. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> uh, anyhow, so that's my <laughs> quick and dirty. Yeah. Well, very interesting. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's a way to spend a Saturday. Yep, yep. If you know, they could probably still do something like that with some, I mean, it wouldn't be planting trees, but it could be, you know, I'm sure there's like state work that could be yeah. done, uh, you know. Then one some... of the podcast episodes that I was listening to, again, I didn't get all the way through it, but it was talking about the fact that I guess in 2020, 
there mm-hmm. was like a wilderness act that was renewed or passed or something. And again, I haven't looked into this at all. But mm-hmm. the idea was that there were talks about maybe bringing back something like that. Uh, because oh. so many of the things that the CCC, um, you know, created and did and uh, put in place, a lot of that infrastructure has fallen apart, you know. Yeah. I mean... This was the other thing. It's the 90th. I, I meant to open up with this. It's the 90th anniversary this month oh, of wow. the um, CCC. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. It was passed in um, 1933. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's the 90th anniversary. Dang. Um, so, you know, considering that these things are like almost 100 years old. Um, yeah. Like yeah. some of it needs a little bit of love and care. Like yeah. you could you could spend some time re redoing and re updating some of this stuff. Yeah. Um and there's a whole lot more that could be done too. So yeah. there is there is some talk about what if if this is a thing that we could fund and do. But my guess is, you know <laughs> that money's gotta come from somewhere and it depends on if someone's gonna be okay with their pockets uh being a little bit less full. That's true. Yes. <laughs> so. We got to pay a little bit more than a dollar a day. Right. Yeah. So. Anyway. Alrighty. Well, that's what I got for this week. <laughs> All right. Well, I like it. Thanks All for right. digging in and sharing. Of course. I'll put tons of links in the show notes for anybody who is as uh, crazily obsessed as I am. <laughs> with random All right. things. Yep. <laughs> All right, Stacy. Well, I hope that you have a fabulous week and a fabulous vacation. And I will talk to you in two weeks. Yeah. Thank yep. you. I hope you have a good week and, and another good week. So I hope you have two good weeks. <laughs> and, uh, I will yes. talk to you when I get back, assuming I survive the bridge walk. <laughs> good luck. Thanks. All right. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho